0: And good evening, everyone, and welcome into the UFC Fight Cards podcast presented by Orange Fire Media. I'm Russ Renault, your host, and thanks for joining us here again on another Sunday night in the Houston area. A little sad news for us Astros fans is uh, we waited till the you know the outcome was determined. So unless the Astros come back big in the bottom of the ninth, uh, we know how that one's going to go, and got a game seven tomorrow at Minute Maid Park, but you're not here for baseball, you're here for UFC, and we had UFC 294 yesterday from Abu Dhabi, we're going to go through that we are going to show off our michael chandler collection tonight if you're a michael chandler fan uh, just to show you what cards we have in, in that one i think it's pretty solid uh collection you might be interested in we're also going to go through our hits again from uh, our rips that we had of select prism and don Rest. we'll show you the numbered cards the autograph cards that we have left uh, also the memorabilia cards so if you're interested in any of those, you can reach out and you can buy those. So just get in touch with us here and we will make those available to you because this is not a break show. This is you see a card, you like it, you buy it. Um, so it's really easy. And this is your show. So I may be the host, but we want you to be involved. We want this to be your community. And the place that you come to talk about UFC. Everybody else talking about football and baseball today. But if you want to talk about fights, this is your place. You can come on this show. And it is open for everybody. And just get in touch with this and we'll work that out. And try to set that up for some time down the road. And so we appreciate you being in here tonight. So before we get to those stacks of cards that you see there in front of you. We've got to go through the fight card schedule and so we will start off with that and UFC 294 from Abu Dhabi yesterday afternoon here in the States and our main event was for the lightweight championship once again. We had Islam Makhachev defending against the featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovsky and this did not go uh this just was not a a great fight (laughs) so um unless you're a big Islam Makhachev fan, um, this kind of went the way that, that you thought it should. And, and that's what I'll get to in, in a minute, that this card, although it was saved by some big names, this kind of went the way you thought it was going to go. And the short notice, you know, it. you think there's some advantage that, you know, you're a little fresher. You didn't have to go all the way through the fight camp. I don't buy it with it with these two guys. Um, Islam just dominated, knockout, you and you're, it's over. And it, it was kind of a disappointing card. And I thought it was going to be one. So, you know, you had these two, this main and co-main event that were on short notice. And it was just set up to go this way. And it was fortunate that UFC was able to save the card and have people buy it. But they didn't get the best product. And that's what I was disappointed in the most about the Islam-Volkanovsky main event was because we may never see this again. And I didn't want this to be the one shot that Volk had to, to get back at Islam and try to, you know, become the double champ. And and now he takes it on short notice and gets dominated, gets knocked out. And like I said, we may never see this again. Because <laughs> Dana White said, Oliveira's next up, likely. And, you know, Gagey's waiting in the wings. So you've got those two fights, but where does Volk fit in again against Islam? Islam wants to go up and fight Leon Edwards or Colby Covington, whoever wins that fight, down the road. So it's a long line to get back to a lightweight title shot for Volk. And I think it's unfortunate that it happened in this situation. Sure, he's going to step up. He's not going to turn it down. He's going to take it. But I think we got cheated out of a better fight just the 11 days notice sure we ended up with a better card it saved the card we didn't have to see uh gamrot come in no disrespect to him you know he's earned it but this was just a bigger event being in abu dhabi and you didn't want makachev gamrot right here in this spot although it probably would have been a better fight uh to be honest so enough about that makachev uh, it's going to be number one pound for pound this week. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that anymore. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to see a better, uh, fresher Volk coming into this fight and I knew I wasn't going to see it and I knew it was going to go this way. Um, you know, just had a really big feeling it was going to go this way and just Volk just pulled something out. Uh, that was just a total surprise. Uh, kind of thought that all of the card, uh, went the way it was, it was supposed to go. Um, except for, you know, a few of, of the fights and the no contest we'll get to here in a second. But uh, enough about the main event. Let's go to the co-main event. So we had Hamzat Shemaev with a majority decision over kamar Usman. So, you know, that's not the decision that we thought that we'd get. But it was the result that, that I thought was coming. I, you know, I just again, short notice, Usman coming in there. Sure, he's going to give a great fight. And had this fight been extended, you may have seen a different result. But it wasn't. It's was three rounds. And um, Hamzat took it to Usman in the first round, 10-8 rounds across the board. And that really saved Hamzat in the end because you get a draw in there because Usman took the the, the next two rounds, according to one of the judges. A um, majority of the judges had Usman winning... Uh, the last two rounds. So if you go two out of three judges, they had Usman in the last two. So Hamzat able to edge out Usman, uh, although dominated him in the first round. And that kind of was uh, the redemption there for Chemayev. So uh, set himself up really well. You're looking at Sean Strickland next. Uh, That's going to be a great fight because here's what, here's the deal. Strickland is... A great striker, uh, supreme striker, elite, and he has a huge gas tank, and he can go and go and go. And what we saw from yesterday is Hamzat cannot do that. Um, Strickland is going to stay on the outside, try to avoid the takedowns, just like it did against Dizzy, and you know, just kind of just wait and wait and wait and wait and see if if it wears Hamzat down. And see if he can take it into the fourth and fifth rounds and finish him off. I I think that's would be Strickland's game plan. Um so but it will be a great fight because if Hamza is able to get the takedowns, then it's gonna be interesting. Um so we'll see what happens. Uh see when that fight's gonna be made. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's probably one of the premier events that you would have coming up that taking on Sean Strickland uh would be fantastic. So um, look for that coming up in early 2024. I think probably the, the most disappointing, uh, even even when you get past the main and the co-main event, you get to um, a light heavyweight matchup between number two and number seven. You get Magomed Ankalaev facing Johnny Walker, and you're just looking for this to be a semifinal matchup. Winner gets the winner of Yuri and Alex Pereira early 2024, uh, first quarter, and you get a no contest. Um, Uncle Ayev with the illegal knee, and Walker can't continue, he was pissed about it, he wanted to keep going, but um, doctor stopped it, and nothing you can do at that point. So, very disappointing. And and Ankulayev has had two really disappointing results. Had the draw against Blahovitch that cost him the vacant light heavyweight title last year and now uh, a no contest here. So, who knows what that means? Uh maybe Ankalaev still gets the winner of Prachka and Pereira, but who knows? I mean, it, you could see this going a whole bunch of different ways and uh, you get, I mean, you could see Jamal Hill coming back before then. I don't think that's likely. Achilles injury is pretty serious. So I don't think we'll see Jamal Hill for a while. So I think you just kind of get forced into an on matchup. matchup. Um, but that has yet to be seen. And we'll, and we'll see how that plays out. Some other results we'll talk about. it: Ikram, ask Alaskarov taking care of Worley Alves. Um, TKO first round. Uh, look phenomenal. And so, um, great job by him. Uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov defeating Mune Gafarov sub in the first round, an abandoned weight matchup. So, great to see there. Um, Saeed getting back in the win column. And then, uh, probably one of the ones that did not surprise me at all, um, number 11, Mohammed Mokayev defeating number 10, Tim Elliott in the flyweight division with a submission in the third round. Mokayev um, is just one of the, the rookies in this 2023 products um, in the in the trading cards that he's he's been phenomenal, uh, stays undefeated, and um, just dominated Tim Elliott and looked great doing it. He's just a really exciting fighter. Uh, looking forward to seeing what, what he continues to do inside the octagon. So we keep going down the card. I'm just going to hit uh, just a little bit of the highlights. Uh, Mike Breeden with a great knockout in the third round against Anshul Jubilee uh, in a lightweight matchup. He looked great. And uh, Victoria Dudakova uh, against Genu Fry, uh, unanimous decision. Um, and you Mike Breeden missed weight um, by a little bit more than Victoria Dudakova did. Uh, Dudakova just a little bit over. Um, So you don't know. I mean, a lot of people talk on how much of an advantage that is or isn't. um, But nonetheless, they fought and we got results out of it. So let's go through. um, So we're going to have a weekend off next weekend. Um, No UFC events next weekend. We'll be on on anyway and we'll preview the, this next card that, that we'll talk about here in a second. Um, but we didn't get to do the, the live or the instant recap that we wanted to do. We want to get into doing more instant reactions and coming on as soon as events end. But with yesterday's being in the afternoon, that was going to be difficult to, to pull off on a, on a Saturday afternoon. Um, so we'll look to the more of the traditional, you know, main events that that happen later in the evening on Saturdays and that's when we'll try to um get the show on you know around midnight central time um right after right as the the pay-per-view card is wrapping up as soon as we get that final decision we'll try to jump on here and give an instant reaction so I, I kind of like that format better and we'll still kind of do our thing with cards later, you know, as we've kind of gotten away from from opening the boxes, we'll just go through what we have and talk about the, the fight. And I think the instant reaction will be a better way to do that. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, the fight night on November 4th in Sao Paulo, which... It's turned out to be a, a pretty decent card. A heavyweight main event between number nine Jailton Almeida and number ten Derek Lewis, who is stepping in for Curtis Blades. Um, we've got a welterweight matchup between Gabriel Bompim and Nicholas Dalby. Uh, I will tell you, just here, two weeks out, um, heavily leaning Jailton Almeida against against Lewis. Uh, just I don't think it's a good spot for for Derek Lewis. Um, he he got back in the one column. You know, great for him. Saved his contract. Uh, took this fight, um, stepping in for blades. But, you know, getting that payday, I, I made it. It's just a stepping stone for him. Um, we've also got another heavyweight matchup with a with a ranked fighter. Number 15, Rodrigo Nascimento against Adel Mays. Um, and this one added this week, middleweight matchup, Chalbaralo against Abus Magomedov. Magomedov stepping in. Um, it' uh, interesting, you know, fight. I don't think, I mean, if you watch UFC a lot, um, this sneaky good fight, middleweight matchup between Adolfo Vieira and Armin Petrosian, that, that's a, that's a pretty good fight. Um, so that's on the main card now, um, go down and looking for rookies, uh, we kind of tie it into, uh, trading cards. So, I mean, the big one, um. Renat Fak- Fakredinov, a welterweight matchup between Alazu, Zaleski, Dos Santos. Uh, a lot of people looking to to see Renat back in, in action. He's phenomenal. And if you haven't seen him yet, uh, at least watch that on the prelims because um, that is one of your next big up-and-comers. If you're looking for the next big thing in the UFC, he's one of them. He, he is in a rookie in these products and... You know, just sneaky on the radar right now. So watch out for that. So now we'll move on and close out the rest of the year. Uh, Obviously UFC 295 coming up November 11th in New York. Madison Square Garden heavyweight championship on the line between John Jones and Stipe Miocic. The former heavyweight champion, um, considered the greatest heavyweight of all time. Uh, taking on the greatest of all time overall, so um, obviously leaning John Jones this one. Uh, huge A fan though, uh, you know. Love watching Stipe fight. Seen some great Stipe fights. Just just love his style. Just may think this may just be too past his prime to just step in against somebody like John Jones and get the job done. So. Um really looking for the fight though, so it should be interesting. Uh looking for a better fight than than Surreal Gone, gave Jones, you know, a few months ago. And then I mean what do you say about this light heavyweight matchup? Uh the former champion Gary Prochka, against Alex Padetta for the vacant light heavyweight title. Um so I'm I'm gonna lean Yuri on this one. Um I just think he's too much right now. Uh, Not saying that Alex Pereira cannot uh, get this done later on, but I just think right now uh, I think Yuri's going to come back and get that belt back. (laughs) Really interested in the next fight. Featherweight matchup between Diego Lopez and Pat Sabatini. And like I said last week, I think when the 2024 products come out, I think Diego Lopez is going to be your big rookie that that people are going to be chasing Um, So look out for him if you haven't seen him yet. You will want to watch that fight. Pat Sabatini is a rookie in this year's products. Um, you got a women's strawweight matchup between number six Jessica Andrade and number eight Mackenzie Dern. Uh, Mackenzie dominant in her last fight. And I think she will do pretty much the same against Jessica Andrade in this one. Uh, Lightweight matchup, number 14 Matt Favola. Another 2023 rookie against Benoit Saint-Denis. A uh, feather, a flyweight matchup between number eight Matt Schnell, number fourteen Steven Seg, and then a women's strawweight top fifteen matchup between number ten Tabitha Ricci and number thirteen Lupi Godinez, and that is a sneaky good fight as well. Uh, Lupi has looked great lately, and so has Tabitha Ricci. Um, so that that should be a really interesting fight. So I'm I'm love Tabitha Ricci, love watching her fight, but leaning Godinez in that one. Then we go down, not a whole lot. The rest of the way, another rookie, John Castaneda, is in action. i uh, have got more on the fight night card November 18th in Las Vegas at the Apex. The main event is a middleweight matchup between number 10, Brendan Allen, number 13, Paul Craig. Um, welterweight matchup between Michael Morales and another rookie in the product, Jake Matthews. Uh, lightweight matchup between Chase Hooper and Jordan Levitt. What else we got women's strawweight matchup number nine, Luana Pinheiro, another 2023 rookie against number 11, Amanda Hivas, and other rookies on the card Euros Medic, welterweight division, uh, featherweight matchup, Jonathan Pierce, and that looks to be about it for that one. Then we get to the end of the year, December 16th. Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena, UFC 296. We've got the welterweight championship on the line between the champion Leon Edwards and the number two contender, Colby Covington. He has challenged for the belt twice uh, when Usman held the belt, but now it's Edwards and he gets his shot. We've also got the flyweight championship on the line between Alessandre Pantoja and number four, Brandon Royval. It's a rematch. Pantoja took the first one. Um, so we'll see what happens here as he holds the belt and defends it for the first time. Great welterweight matchup, number six, Shavkat Rachmanov. And number seven, Stephen Thompson. Uh, lightweight matchup between Tony Ferguson and Patty Pemblett. Um Welterweight matchup, number 10, Vicente Luque. And number 11, Ian Machado-Gary. Uh, just added this week a top ten featherweight matchup to this card. Number six, Josh Emmett. And number eight, Giga Chikadzee. Uh, and an awesome light heavyweight matchup. Number 14, Alonzo Minifield, and number 15, Dustin Jacoby. I would not expect that one to make it out of the first round, but whenever I think that, it usually does. Um, Then we got a heavyweight matchup, number 15, Martin Buday against Shamil Gazeev. Women's bantamweight matchup added this week, top 10. Number five, Arena Aldana and Carol Hosa, And... Uh, welterweight rookie Randy Brown's in action. Uh, flyweight, top 15, Tagir Ulenbekov against Cody Durden. And then you got women's flyweight Casey O'Neill, ranked number 14 against Arian Lipsky. And then the last fight listed by the UFC, unranked fighter but a former champion in Bantamweight Cody Garbrandt taking on Brian Kelleher. So UFC 296. Obviously, it's the last card of the year and UFC is going to do it up right before they take the rest of the the year off and come back in January. Um, But that's that's a huge card right now. Obviously, the pay-per-views are are big here at the end of the year and we're looking forward to those and, and we'll recap all of those and we'll let you know if any other news comes out between now and then. So now is the time of the show where we start talking about cards. And like I said, we're not a break show. We want you to come in and and have a chance to get the cards that you want on this show. So you can go to our website, orange-fire.com. You can email me, Russ, at orange-fire.com. Find me on X, at Fight Cards Russ, or at Orange Fire Media. Find me on Facebook, um, my personal page, or the Orange Fire Media page. And also, if you go on eBay, we usually have um, anywhere from 25 to 40 fighter lots listed. Um, We'll have a numbered card listed, and I'll send some extra stuff with it um, that you're not expecting. Hopefully, you enjoy it. Um, If I have it, you know, some of the rookies, I don't have extra stuff to send. But if you go to Orange Fire Lots of Lots on eBay, you can find everything that we have listed. And we've got more stuff coming up on the way. Um, and I'll show you some of the, some of the things that we have that we haven't listed yet. Last week we looked at the Tom Aspinall collection, and this week we are looking at Michael Chandler. So I will look, go through that at the um, end of this portion, but first, we go to our hobby top five. So this is our weekly segment of our UFC fight cards to hobby top five. I really debated changing this today, um, but we're going to keep it the same for one more week. Number five is Aaron Blanchfield, top women's rookie in 2023. Really thought about going Mahachev right there, but um, he may he may sneak back in there next week. Uh, number four is Hamzat Chemaev off the victory last night, um, solidifying that number four spot. Number three is the top rookie from last year. That is, of course, Shafkot Rachmaninoff. Number two is the top rookie from this year. That is, of course, Bo Nickel. And the number one position is the weight champion of the world, Sugar Sean O'Malley, off that victory over Aljamain Sterling, has held that top spot. Since that week. So there you go. Sean O'Malley, Bo Nickel, Shavkat Rachmanov, Hamzat Chimayev and Aaron Blanchfield. And maybe go with a tie with Islam Makhachev there for that number five spot. Might see that change next week. So let's go through the hits from... Our live rips that we had. We ripped a whole case of Prism, we ripped a whole case of Donruss, and we ripped two hobby boxes of Select. We don't have much of the Select left, but we do have some really good cards from that. Um, we have a little bit of Donruss left and a lot of Prism, so we just want to show those to you, just what we have, and then we'll get to Michael Chandler. So let's go through the Select first, and I believe this is our best card left, in my opinion, anyway. Um, Let's put these up here and we'll get to those in a second so here we go this is the best card we have left um, select purple rookie auto number to 49 Jack Della Maddalena so but that's not all so <laughs> pairing that together uh, we've also got a Don Russ Jack Della Maddalena auto that's a base Um, Then we throw in a press proof and and just some of the other uh, base cards of JDM. Another numbered card we have left is Alexander Rockich with the Sparks memorabilia. Those are numbered to 99. And with that, you get uh, Silver Prism and just some of the other Rokic cards we have to throw in there. Like some press proofs, some stuff like that. Then basically all we got left is a Billy Quarantillo Sparks that's not numbered. And the only other numbered card that we have is a red Verna Janderobo Rookie, and those are numbered to 175. So that is all of the select that we have left. Then we get into the Don Russ that we have left. Start off with another double auto. And this one is Marvin Vittori. So we can get a Donruss base auto and a Prism base auto. And then we just got some extra Marvin Vittori laying around. We we'll throw in with that. Lowest numbered Donruss cards we have left. We've got two numbered 25, but this one is an auto, rookie. Blue, hollow, laser, Damon Jackson. Then we've got some other Damon Jackson cards, uh, including a silver prism. Got a few Jeff Niels, One being the teal, numbered 25. Also got a prism orange. Those are numbered 99, but this one has, we pulled it out of the pack and had some scratches on the surface. Um, got a blue wave to throw in there then we get into some more blue hollow laser number to 49 Dean Thomas we've got two numbered cards of Jared have got the blue number to 49 the red 75 some more Jared cannoneer plus a, a Ruby Wave from last year, uh, Blue Velocity from last year, and even some 2020. You go with uh, Mike Brown with a Red Hollow Laser, even a Teal Press Proof. And Vulcan Ozdemir, Red Hollow Laser, but also Select tricolor, Select Silver get some of the base. We get through our Silvers with Jack Shore, these are numbered to 99. Um, Alexander Romanov, Rene Aldana, Silver and a Hyper Prism. Magomed Ankolaev with Octagon Royalty, the Memorabilia. We've also got a rookie Ankolaev Silver. So that is from 2021. Uh, Blue Velocity from last year. Some other Uncle Lyev cards. Michelle Panetta with Octagon Canvas. And Octagon Royalty of Rafael dos Anjos. And just a ruby wave to throw in there with it. And then we get to our Prism. Got a few autos left. Got a rookie auto started off with Randy Brown. Gets you a Randy Brown silver. It's so our lowest numbered card left. Is a Macy Chase on Octagon Prism. Those are number to eight. This is actually the bookend. You can see there, that's number eight of eight. If I can get my hand out of the way. Um, and I, you know, that'll get you a Ruby Wave as well. Got a couple of redemptions. We already sent off for these. Um, so I haven't listed these yet. I want to wait to get, see if I can get this auto in to to list them together because I've got Israel Adesanya waiting on this auto, throwback signatures, and you got an orange prism of 99, a purple of 149, so throw those Izzy's together. I've also got a BJ Pen champion signatures. And that would also get you the red hollow laser, silver, hall monitors, green retail. So got some other stuff BJ Pen throw in there. All the way back to 2015. Tops Chronicles. So we've got a Pedro Munoz, an orange, and a Hyper. Glover Teixeira, orange. Mario Bautista, got a purple and a silver. Jonathan Pierce, we've got a pretty good little rainbow starter set, a purple. We had the orange, sold that a while back. It was one of our first hobby boxes, but we've got a Ruby Wave, a Hyper, and a silver. We get to Carla Esparza. The purple. Also got a cracked ice. And you get some some last year thrown in there. Blue velocity and some Prism all the way back to 2015 for Carla Sparza as well. Uh, John Jones with a blue. And those are numbered to 175. Um, select tricolor. Select silver snapshots and a base uh, dominance silver. You get a Cheeto Vera blue and a hyper, and also a blue hollow laser. Get Dustin Poirier in the blue. And a Purple Flood from last year's optic, a silver optic, and then everything we've got left here, all the way back to 2020 and 2015. Blue Yana Kuniskaya, better known as Yana Santos these days. Uh, Tisha Torres, blue, and Lucas Almeida. Got a few... And this one with a blue, a ruby wave, and then we've got three Lucas Almeida Silver Prism. You've got Sage, Coop with a red. Interesting, we pulled these in back-to-back boxes here. We got two Frankie Edgar reds. And the silver to throw in there. Then you get some Jack Hermanson with the red, a Hyper, Silver, Hyper from last year, and a base from last year. And to finish off our Prism, we've got Dominic Reyes. We've also got a Tricolor. Then a Piotr Jan Red, Piotr Jan Silver from, what's that, last year, 2021. That's 20, 2022, that's last year. Uh, Flux, Silver, uh, Purple Flood, then whatever Piotr, Jan we got left even back to 2020, Decades Next. Carol Hosa Red, Jennifer Maya Red, and Hyper. And just to finish it off, with a Hasbela Magomedov Ruby Wave that is still available. We ended up pulling two of those, and that one looks better than the first one. So right back here with Michael Chandler. Let's put those there, and we will get to those in just a second. And that's where I would have gone to commercial break, just to make it more susp- suspenseful. Anyway, we'll get through some of the base stuff. You don't want to see that, but we have it anyway because we throw it in. Like I said, you, when you buy stuff, you buy the numbered stuff, the autograph stuff, and then we just throw in the other stuff. And this is the the throw in the other stuff. Um, you know, we got a purple silver and base from Donruss from last year, and then we've got a bunch of optic, a bunch of Chronicles some Donruss from this year, but that's not what you came to see because you have all those. So here we go. And we'll go from least to greatest. So we've got a Ruby Wave. Then we got some rookies from Chronicles from 2021. So got a Flux there. We've got the Elite. And we've got the Certified. So those are all 2021 Chronicles. And including the purple score, number two of 49. And our first of two autographs. So, this one was pulled this year. Actually, actually this last year, sorry. Uh, optic, Optographs. So, this is just a base auto. But it's an auto nonetheless. And then our biggest Michael Chandler card, and the reason why we're going through these, is we do have a slab. So, we have... 2022 Chronicles Flux Gold Auto, so these are numbered to 10. This one is numbered 4 out of 10, and there you can see the grade is a 9 overall, and a 10 on the autograph. So that is one of our two slabs that we have. We showed you the Tom Aspinall last week that we have a cracked ice from Chronicles. that's number to 25. I haven't seen many of those Tom Aspinall's listed on eBay, so um, might be a pretty rare find to find actually find one for sale. So that whole collection is for sale. And I'd rather keep all this stuff together um, between the Chandler and the Aspinalls. Um, but there you can see. From the Becker Grading Service that we sent those off and and so that is available. So hopefully Chandler gets that fight with Conor McGregor scheduled early on in 2024. Now that UFC has changed its drug testing companies and they're no longer using USADA after the first of the year, so um, we'd be interesting to see if they finally get the Chandler. McGregor fight on the book, so it'd be interesting to to look forward to, and of course we'll talk all about that. I just I've, I've kind of held off talking about it because there are just some things that I think are a really big waste of time. Um, that Conor McGregor is one of them. And I'm a huge. I was a huge Conor McGregor fan, but I think it's more more style than substance at this point. Um, and then the other thing that I don't talk about is that some other shows that have UFC personalities on them, uh, they like to talk about these sideshow fight boxing matches with like Jake Paul and Logan Paul and KSI. And I, I don't get it. I mean, these guys can't fight. I, I don't get the YouTube draw. I mean, just cause young kids are watching this stuff and it doesn't make it good fighting. It just makes it entertainment. And I'd rather just talk about real fights than fake fights. Um, So I just think it's a huge waste of time because these people are not boxers. They are just YouTube personalities like me. Hey, you know, I'm not trying to fight anybody uh, yet. You know, maybe, you know, if I want to get more notoriety, popularity, you know, maybe that's what I I have to do. So maybe I'll just start fighting people um, that nobody cares about. So because when you have stuff that happens like last weekend, it's like people waste their money. They realize they wasted their money and they don't buy it again. And, you know, you, you quickly lose, then, then you try to get them back and you end up blowing all the money you made just to try to be popular. And So I just don't like it. So I, I don't like talking about it. I don't like listening to it on the podcast I listen to. When they start talking about it, I tune out. Uh, it loses me pretty quick. So that's why we don't talk about it here. We just talk about the UFC. And hopefully you want to come on and, and talk about the UFC as well. So use the chat box when you're in here. Come on the show if you want to, and we'll we'll get it worked out so that you know you can feel part of the show. We hope we want you to feel part of the show. We want you to, if you want to open a box of your your own, we can work that out to where you can show that. Uh, We can go through it, um, give some commentary with you, uh, be excited for you when you hit something big, and um, just whatever you want to do, however you want to be involved. Uh, your level of involvement in this show is what we'll do because we're just trying to build a community who loves to only talk about UFC fights and not all the other garbage that happens in MMA uh, just because we're going through UFC cards uh, with the trading cards and you know that, that's kind of just the focus of relating the fights that's why we talk about the schedule and the fights is to relate it back to the cards and what it's doing for their value so that's kind of the point of the whole show So next week, like I said, we don't have a a big card to to talk about because UFC will be taking a week off. Uh, But we'll come back, preview the the Fight Night card from Brazil, and uh, we'll see what we go through next week. Uh, We've got a couple of things that we're holding on to. I think next week would probably be time for our Habib Nurmagomedov uh, unveiling of that collection. So we'll go through Habib next week. Uh, we're holding on to Islam and Hamza. We've got those as well. So I've got pretty good little lot of all three of those Dagestani guys. Um, so um, just been holding on to those and haven't listed them anywhere yet. Uh, but that's coming up because we'll, we'll list everything before the end of the year. And actually I'm thinking about taking everything down, relisting it, just try to get some fresh eyes on it, see if we can move some of these products. But but before I put them on eBay, if you want something, uh, let me know who you collect and we'll try to find it and get something in your hands. Like I said, you can you can reach out to me a whole bunch of different ways, but the main one, if you email me at orange firecom uh, I'll let you know what, what I have laying around. Uh, we've got complete sets of Don Donruss. I think we got one complete set of Prism. We've got one complete set of Donruss that is every card, one through 225 and every insert. And we've also got um, about five or six that are one through 200 um, that, you know, we can make available as well. We will make available at some point. But since you listen here, you can see those first and you can claim them first before anybody else does. So I appreciate everybody coming in. And we'll talk about more fights next week. Hopefully some more things get announced. Um, and then, we'll you know, if they don't, then we'll preview uh, Fight Night from Sao Paulo and get ready for the next show. And then we'll unveil our Habib collection next week. So I'm Russ Renault, and thank you for joining us here on the UFC Fight Cards podcast presented by Orange Fire Media and we will see you next time, next Saturday or Sunday, uh, just depending on uh, which one we get to. It'll probably be Sunday next week, and then we'll get to the instant reactions the following week on November 4th. So uh, look for that coming up. That We'll start having instant reactions later on in the evening, uh, be a little more late-night show, kind of like it was tonight. But I appreciate everybody joining us here, starting off your week here. Hope you have a great week and a great rest of your night, and we will see you next week right here on the UFC By Cards podcast presented by Orange Fire Media.